Welcome to the Free Solo Podcast, created to help getting kicked out of your parents' basement not hurt so bad. Here you'll find experiences, stories, and real-life advice from real people. I'm Talmadge Morgan, your host for today's show. Thanks so much for listening. Okay, thanks for joining me for this show. I'm here with my friend Matea Rosander, and this time we're just going to get a quick introduction into some of the humanitarian work that she's done in El Salvador. So... Matea, thank you so much for joining me here. <laughs> Say hi. <laughs> okay. Hi. Um, so I guess, obviously, I'm sure you have a lot to talk about and I have a lot of questions for you, but we could just start um, with a quick overview of the project you did. So how how did you come up with this idea? How did it all start? Um, so it started, I started dating a kid actually from El Salvador, and so... He was my boyfriend at the time, and we were in this long-distance relationship, and we had plans to visit each other, but pandemic pandemic happened, and that was not an option anymore. Um, instead of being sad and disappointed, we were trying to think, like, okay, what can we do with the situation that we're stuck in? Um, also, pandemic going on, and the situation there wasn't good. Um, everyone was stuck in their home. No one could work. They were very strict, like military enforced. Um, they couldn't leave their house. No one could go shopping or to work. And here, we had resources still. Um, we could still go to the store and get our food. We still had essential workers. And then we got the stimulus check. There was none of that aid down there. Um, and that started causing a lot of panic and a lot of like scarcity really, really fast. And so we try to, to figure out a way where I'm over here, he's over there. What can we do to fix that issue? Like, what's the little impact that we can make? So, um, aside from him, did you have any other connections with El Salvador, like family or friends there, people that you knew? Yeah, yeah. And so I had recently been down there, spent uh, about three weeks down there. Um, met a lot of friends from that in general. My sister-in-law is from El Salvador, and so she's actually on the opposite end as my boyfriend was at. And so I had connections on both sides and kind of worked with them both and talked to both of those families on what the needs are in those areas. I also have met a friend um, through Instagram that is from the U.S. but living in El Salvador, and she was doing a very similar thing where... um, she was stuck here in the States. Her husband was stuck over there um, during this, where the border was closed. And so they were doing a similar thing, sending money and buying resources for their neighborhoods. And so I kind of piggybacked off of her idea as well. That's really cool. I think I didn't expect this, but it sounds like it was all kind of made possible by like social media and like the internet, right? That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so what kind of resources did you need to get started? Like obviously it was an idea and then you needed a plan. Like, how did this get put into action? So, it was during spring finals week. But I, <laughs> so, I, already we super this, busy. <laughs> yeah, so already super busy, super stressed, moving, all these things going on. But we had this idea, and we had to make it work, and we had to make it work fast, we felt like. Um, not going to lie, a lot of prayer. A lot of prayer went into it. But we both are pretty faithful people. And then... Um, a plan. We made a plan of, okay, what's kind of a 
a goal? What are we trying? Like, what's our purpose? Uh, we talked to different people. So he went around and he called different people that he's met throughout his life that he felt like might need help and need assistance and could benefit from our aid. And then I went and visited a couple of family members, a couple of friends who visited. Okay, if we started this um, funding, was that something that you would be able to donate? What would it look like? What would you need to feel secure to donate? Um, so just that was most of the planning stage. And then once I got started, we were trying to figure out, okay, so I'm going to get the money here in the States. How do we get it to El Salvador? Um, yeah. my first thought was like Venmo or Facebook pay or something like pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. And that's not a thing there. Like you can't just transfer money that easy. And so even if someone else has Venmo, like for example, your boyfriend, if he had had Venmo in El Salvador, it wouldn't have worked still. No, <laughs> like they don't. So their Facebook doesn't have an option for Facebook Pay, and I don't. If huh. I remember right, I don't. He can even download Venmo. Like it's not even an option. Okay. And so that got us in a rut for a second. We're like, okay, well, we have this great idea. We feel like we need to do it. Um, prayed about it, solidified it, but how do we execute that? Yeah. Uh, and so we did a few different things. A few things is. Um. Like, I took the donations here, and then he used his savings there, and then I got the money to him later. Um, so that's what we did for a part of it. And then we, for a couple of families, we didn't, they were outside of his city, so he couldn't get the donations and deliver them specifically. And so we wired the money through, uh, there's a business here, I can't think of the name right now. But you can call them, and if you have both account information, you can just wire it directly to somebody there wow. for a small fee. And that's what we did, because um, we had a friend there who was in a set different part of El Salvador, but his like dad was blind. He didn't have, like, he was the only working person in his family, and he couldn't work, and so they were really struggling. And they actually reached out to us. They're the only ones who reached out to us for help because they saw our account, and so we were able to send them money through that. That's awesome. I was going to ask you, like, and it sounds like you guys did a good job, but was it hard to find the people that needed it, or did those tend to come, you know, through your connections there, or just people that, you know, reached out to you? Were you able to find the people that really needed it? Yeah, so when we thought of this idea, it was crazy. Um, My friend just, like, came up with them. He's like, oh, I know this person. This person I met when I was like 12 and they needed help and I still have their contact information. Or I saw this person on the street the other day and I made friends and they live here and this is their family situation and we can help them. And I know this person. And I'm like, okay. And so he just went and took pictures of them and like asked them how many people are in their household, uh, what like needs would they, what would they need to survive for like a month. And then gathered that information. We put up a spreadsheet of what the cost would be, how many people are in each household, um, and then the donations. And we just kept track of that. And then he just went and delivered them with the help of his sister and I think a friend at times. Wow, that's so cool. Sounds like it was super smooth. I think, it, you know, I imagine just being you here with no connection there would probably have been pretty hard. But with both of you, you know, it sounds like that was just a cool process. Um, 
And I'm sure, so you've mentioned a couple things that were pretty tough about it, like the money transfer, obviously, was just like an unexpected obstacle. And then just obviously the distance um, and the differences between the culture and just a couple barriers there. But what were some other maybe unexpected things that came up or unexpected struggles you had? Um, I think something, something was because of the strict military like enforced they so each like each day and each week it just got stricter and stricter on who can leave when you can leave what can you do when you leave your house and so we were getting pretty worried because at that time we had already gotten the sufficient donations that we were looking for and it was time to distribute them but we didn't know what that would look like yeah. Because we didn't know when he could leave his house. Um, depending on your the last digit or something of your driver's license, depended on which day you could leave your house. And then it was just very re- like very <laughs> regulated, very strict. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then there's, um, I think I posted some on our page, like of pictures of the military. So that's what we did. We worked. How we overcame that problem though is we just made friends with the police and the military um, we included them in our donations That's and crazy. so the, they're out there in the sun and the hot and the heat they're in the like, full armored uniforms all day and so they just went and took like pizza and cookies and coca-cola to all the all the military and officers and then they were able to just keep driving and take the donations <laughs> people yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> they overcame that obstacle through That's awesome. I guess or service I don't know what we want to call that one but yeah well I think it's a good idea and then so they pretty much left you guys alone and you're able to just do the deliveries like normal yeah that's awesome um anything else that was tough or is that mostly it did everything else go pretty smoothly um I'd say everything else went pretty smoothly towards the end um we did break up and so we had to make a plan now what do we do without having our relationship and how can we continue to show the like we we still need to work together and we need to get these donations to people and do what's right and so we just had to make a strategic plan on um, how to continue making sure we each have the right amount of money we're supposed to have in each place and that it gets to where it's supposed to be um so that was I mean, it wasn't that hard, but it was an obstacle we did have to overcome, and we had to work through and make a plan and, and just communicate well on, and we made it work, and it's still going. So. That's really cool, and obviously, that's not your ideal situation, not what you're expecting, but I think what's cool is you're still putting the needs of those people you know, ahead of yourself, which is just something that I think everyone can learn from. Um, and I think the coolest part about this whole project that you did, for when you first mentioned it to me and when I saw your post on Facebook, I was like, wow, like, she hasn't been home from her mission that long. I mean, you had a couple months, but then all of a sudden you're doing fundraising for humanitarian efforts and it's El Salvador. I, I knew you had connections there, but I think just what impacted me was, like, someone who doesn't necessarily have a ton of money or a ton of time or a ton of resources can still make a difference with the people that need it. So I guess what I want to ask you next is 
if there's people out there who are wondering what they can do or if they can do something like this or if they should, um, what would you tell them? Like, what's the best way to make a difference in the lives of people that need it? Should they try or should they consider a project like this? Is it too much? What would you, what advice do you have? Just do it. <laughs> um, is it too, is it really hard or is it something like, 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 could I do it if I just put in the time? Yeah, do it. Like, it, it really wasn't that hard. It takes, I mean, you have to be humble. Um, I got critique. I made a, like, I made a design. I had to find, like, a design work and take time. Um, I had to be strategic of when I was going to do my homework and how much time I should put on which things. Uh-huh. But it really wasn't that hard. I just sat down and I put in my efforts and created a bunch of different rough drafts of, like flyers and plan outlooks and we it's the communication we had to work through because we couldn't just sit down face to face and communicate how we we're going to make this work so we had to do video calls and we shared documents on google and just typed back and forth on okay what do we think about this what will this look like uh, what happens if this um but it's so like just do it just get started and get cr- get critique because i just took um, before I started sharing the page, I took it to a couple of different people and just had them like edit the wording or like, is this what you want to see on this? Um, just be open to criticism, I think is the big thing and just can't be afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be worried about the future, right? Just, just go for it. I think that's really good advice. Um, yeah. and is there we anything, what's that? That's it. I mean, if you only get 50 bucks, you get 50 bucks to help someone. If you get over 500, like like we did, like that helps over five families. Yeah. So. You know what? It's crazy to just think they'll always remember you guys for making a difference in their life. And who knows what would have happened if you guys hadn't been there, you know? I truly believe that God's hand was in guiding you guys to these people as well. Um, and I guess... Just to end, like, is there anything you'd do differently if you went back? Is there anything you'd change? Or are you pretty happy with the way that it went? Um, there are a couple of things that I wish uh, we would have done, and as, as I continue to try and do more projects in the future, is set... I mean, we had kind of a goal in our mind of how many people we wanted to help and what that would take, but we didn't... Um, measure that goal with the people who were donating we didn't make that as we let them know okay these are some families we want to help but we didn't really set a numeric goal for those who were donating which i think um would have helped more another thing is uh we're planning on doing it but we never did it's getting just with the strict um rules but we wish we would have been able to have more people involved um, because obviously we both love to do service and that's something that just came naturally and yeah we're going to help people but I think the best way that we could have helped more people was uh, we could have got the donations and then we could have sent someone else to the store to buy them and then someone else to the house to deliver it right um, involve more people to be able to feel that there's just such a different spirit and a different energy that comes when you're involved with something bigger than just when you hear about something bigger than yourself that's true that's really cool um those are interesting ideas and i think anyone who's listening that's interested in trying something like this is going to benefit from those ideas too um 
and you mentioned something, I forgot it, but I just remembered it. So you were saying just for ideas in the future, um, these are things you might do better. Do you have any ideas for other projects that you'd want to do? And it's okay if not, but I just think it'd be cool to hear about them. Um, right now I don't. I have like a lot of goals, um, but they're a lot, I mean, I guess in my mind they seem a lot bigger than myself right now, but I think once I start implementing them, they won't be that you, big. <laughs> you said it, just do it. <laughs> I know, just do it. Um, there's just different ideas like that. Um, I love, I love the Latin culture um, and and connecting and making those networking between the countries. So that's something I definitely want to continue, um, especially where I've noticed and been able to experience a lot more of of the culture and how life runs and how what their expectations are and the needs that actually need to be met because sometimes those are different than what we feel like need to be met. Um, so as of ideas, to pinpoint one, no. Yeah, but no, that's okay. But to keep continuing moving forward, yes, there, there's ideas there. Yeah, well, and to be able to just build off this experience, I think, will make it so much better in the future when you do have something concrete. Now you'll have all the experience that you need, right? To just make it happen. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's all my questions for you. But thanks so much. You're awesome um, for being here with me. And I think anyone who's listening is just going to love this because it's a great example of just like almost not quite spontaneous, right? Because it had a plan. But it's just something like you decided to do, didn't let anything get in your way, overcame the obstacles in your path, and it turned out really well. And you're able to help, like you said, five families, right? Yeah. That's huge. So thanks so much for being here with me, Matea, and we'll see you guys next time for the next episode.